Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X.ca on Oilers Radio, 630 Chat. Welcome back. It's uh, 134 at Edmonton. Stoffer Inspector brought to you by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Jeff Robillard. Good guy. Mm-hmm. St. Albert guy, right? St. Albert guy. See that track going up by the airport? Yes. Every time I drive by. Who knows? Maybe we'll be out there doing we'll a show once. Out there We're going to have show. to get out there and do a show or two Absolutely. out there. Uh, HRA live racing at Northlands Park, Saturdays. And, of course, this year, the Kentucky Derby will be, Kentucky, did I say Kentucky? The uh, Canadian Derby will be taking place, yep. yes, at uh, Northlands Park. Uh, I think it's the 25th of August. Okay, and uh, what's left on the uh, Triple Crown, the Belmont? The Belmont, yeah. Could be. Could be. Second time in, what, four years? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. They've been running in the mud so far. Yes, they have. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. We were talking about uh, Milan Lucic, and last season his final 48 games looked like he got bogged down in the mud and couldn't get out of it. Yep. Yeah, he, he. so how do you fix it, right? Where does it come? You can't just sit back and say, oh, well, that was just a bad 48. You know, you got to yeah. actively figure out how it changes. And, you know, this is how it works in a market like Edmonton. Okay. So he signed the deal. He got brought in by the general manager. This is Peter Shirelli's guy. Uh, yep. And I'm not going to be a hypocrite here, Mark. Yep. I was you not. Like the deal? I liked I was not. Okay. That's fine. I respected Taylor Hall. I want Taylor Hall to win the Hart Trophy. I think Taylor was a hell of a player. I think he was a huge part of what happened in Edmonton for six years. And people say, well, nothing happened. Well, he was the best of what did happen. Let's put it that way. Um, and that was a tough trade that was made for Larson. They got a real defenseman back in Larson. He's a good defenseman. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, Taylor Hall was replaced by Milan Lucic. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, so in absolutely. a year in which Taylor Hall has a Hart Trophy caliber season, uh, that further puts the magnifying glass sure, on... Sure, and on, Lucic falls off the cliff. It's hard to defend that trade, you know? I mean, that's There's no doubt about that. Right, and I can't imagine... That was a great. This past season was a great place for Milan Lucic. To, I mean, like it's when it's hard. when it's going good in Edmonton, and you're part of that entourage, it it's good for you. But when it doesn't go good in a market where hockey's number one, yeah, it goes. You ever seen the movie The Fan? Yeah, probably not. By the way, you brought up the fog. Uh, do you recall who was the star uh, actress? Ray Shiro. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. And Fred Shiro was the Fred fog. Fred Shiro was the fog. the fog. You don't, you never saw the movie The Fog? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, Ad- Adrian Barbeau was in the fog. Ooh, I yeah. liked her. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. So anyhow. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So you're walking around Edmonton, you're relying on Lucic. Everybody knows who you are. Yeah. Everybody knows There's no place to hide, when, no you're, place to hide. when you're in a market like the, in, in this market. Robert De Niro was in the fan, by the way, and they okay. signed a, a huge uh, free agent, and the guy was having a terrible year, and he got supplanted by a, another player. So De Niro was the fan and took care of the other player, and then the guy got his... Oh, yeah, yeah. It was oh, really? a yeah, pretty cool movie. Um, Creepy, but cool. So... You know, I asked Lucic last year, can you go away and come back 15 pounds lighter? You know, because his body type, even in today's game, it's hard to, to do it. But right? he is a thickly built... He's a giant man. And right. he said, you know, he, like, first of all, here's what you got to know. Milan Lucic is in fabulous shape. I've seen right. lots of players in my years. 
this guy is cut. He's in great shape. There's no questioning his work ethic or that he shows up to camp and the guy's in great shape. But that doesn't matter. You know, you might have to change your training and try to cut some weight. Maybe he can't. I don't know. You know maybe he can't. The league's getting awfully fast. Just to show you how politically insensitive... Uh the era that you and me grew up in was uh, this text comes in saying Speck's nickname with the St. Albert Tigers was was it Magoo? <laughs> did they call <laughs> you Mr. Magoo? For a while, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Magoo. That's that's harsh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who'd that come from? Uh, I can't give the number. He's not saying... Uh, not saying his name. What a coward. He probably had a worse nickname. Jay has this to say, can we stop uh, the vision problem uh, right now? There's no way a guy getting paid $7 bucks a season would have a vision issue and allow it to hinder his play for half a season. If that's the case, yeah. why even have a team optometrist? I agree. And why still be okay? I agree. You can uh, text us at 630, 630. Um... Jim says at a Rocky Mountain house, uh, he says, Bob, that's funny. You have incredible vision, unbelievable vision, but you can't see anything right in front of your own nose. Ha, 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 ha. There you go. Hmm. How so that, I mean, I come from the school where if I'm a coach of a hockey team and I see a player who I think doesn't have the right prescription, I send him to the optometrist. I say, go to the optometrist tomorrow, come back and see me the next day. I don't, uh, I can't see, has that changed? Do teams not do that anymore, Bob? What's that? Do they not send, do they not command their players to be in top yes. productive conditions? Yes. Right? Like, I think that the Oilers would not allow that to occur is what I'm trying uh, to say. Brian S. says, uh, by the way, Doug Williams was terrible, not even close to Warren Moon. Yes, he won a Super Bowl, but he had maybe the best uh, defense for a one-year wonder team ever. That one comes to us. So I was with the Redskins. I would argue that the New York Giants in the mid-'80s, uh, when Belichick was at his absolute height as defensive coordinator of the Giants, I think they had two shutouts in back-to-back -back games in the playoffs. That was considered maybe the best defense in NFL history. Uh, hey, Bob. Uh, you can text us again at 630-630. Uh, the Haas says you can have 2020 and still squint, just saying. Uh, he adds, uh, Luch lacks fast twitch. Hmm? There, there are, I mean, you look at McDavid, he's got the fast twitch. Well, we're, can't, we're not comparing right. other guys to McDavid, because that's S just not fair. And this text comes in, uh, the guy that says uh, your nickname was Magoo, he says his nickname was Mario. <laughs> Do you know who that is now? No. Okay, well, you're pretty unforgettable. You can text us. At, <laughs> you can text us at six thirty, six thirty. Tweet us at Oilers now. So we'll see on Lucic. We'll see on his ability to uh, to come back. You're trying to figure. <laughs> you're looking a bit like Magoo right now, Abby. Actually. <laughs> oh wow. So where does it go? So I mean, I think when you look at the Oilers lineup and you look at their second line, who are Drysaddle's wingers right now? Bob Stoffer. I'm not going to be one of his wingers. Like who's or who are his wingers? <laughs> who's Drysaddle's wingers? How do you get the most out of your 8.5 million dollar center? Do you want to know who I've got penciled in right now? Yeah. Okay. I might even have it. No, I don't have it here. Uh, so Nugent Hopkins stays with McDavid yep. and Ratty to start. Okay. Until Yamamoto's ready. Okay. Even though Rowdy's more of a shooter and Yamamoto's more of a playmaker, uh, but Nugent Hopkins can do some of the shooting. Uh, and then I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm going to go Lucic with Dry Settle and Paul Yarby. Okay. Okay. So you got one guy who's never done it and another guy who didn't do it for a whole year last year 
And Drysaddle. And then I'm going to play Strom with Aberg and find a left wing. Aberg? Yeah, you got to give Aberg a second chance. My guess. The guy scored 50 goals in two seasons in, in the minors. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, what does potential mean again, Bob? I don't know. Ask it means you haven't done anything yet? Ask Alex Tuck. Yeah, well. Right? You could find a guy out of 750 players. Okay, uh, then it, you need a, so you need a third line you need a third line left wing to play with Strom and Aberg. And then you play Kajula with uh, Jujara Kera and Cassian. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the other option is you move Kaver to third line left. Where's right? Yamamoto fit into this? Is he ready to play yet? Or is he um, with the minors? For me, I think he starts... You take a look at what they did with Leon. They started him in the minors. Yeah, it'd be right? good to start him in the minors. Right? But you need enough talent up here to what start What did they the do minors. with Pugliarby in his second year? They started him in the minors. Mm-hmm. So in his second year... To he like, needs to take a big step. Kajula needs to get... You know, to take a more step consistent. forward. More uh, consistent. He needs to take a step forward. He, he needs, needs to, to stop being a drag on his line mates. Oh, no question. Because statistically, he was but a drag. I don't like that second line much at all. Yeah, well, a lot of people say it's not good enough. No, it's not good enough. You know, I need someone that really, and you know, can Lucic. Brendan, who did you who did you suggest? Because I, <laughs> well, this was after he had a big five point performance, I believe, against the Oilers. Was yeah. it? Uh, You're not, not the only guy. There. I talked Spanish? to somebody else uh, last night from uh, <laughs> who's that? We uh, from a station that you and me used to do a show on. But uh, I had a lot of conversations last night. Who was it? Who'd you like? Well, I mentioned Thomas Vanek. I don't know if I like him. I'm. Oh, he's not Vanek in. No chance. He would score fifty points with drives little easily, maybe more. Yeah, he'd be minus ten. <laughs> well, I'm not a Tom. If Thomas. What else Vanek, is out there? I didn't like Thomas Vanek yesterday. Agency, I guess that's right, what so I would say. Let's throw I it didn't back. Like Thomas Vanek yesterday, and now it's today. So, okay. I mentioned they. I think they're going to sign a left wing. Would you be better off signing Derek Ryan and moving uh, Jujar Kara to left wing? And because there was one third line that worked. Okay. Strom. With Kara and Pulleyarvi worked, mm-hmm. they had some success five on five. They they had a couple stretches where they weren't too bad. They were pretty good. Sure, that way Pulleyarvi's going up against third pairing defenses. Yeah, Strom's- I'm more interested. I don't like having to start Pulleyarvi in the top six because he's not proven to be as tight. Okay, so top six for players. the listeners out there, would you rather see Pulleyarvi start the year on the right wing beside Drysaddle or on the right wing beside Strom? Yeah. Texas at 630, because I do think it needs to be stated that, to me, I think, just as we saw with Derek Roy, he kind of looked for Yakupov a bit when he came in, mm-hmm. and I think that when Strom played with Pogliarvi, like, Strom took some ownership over making sure that Pogliarvi got the puck, and given who McDavid and Drysaddle are going to go against the top two pairings, because... Yeah. Listen, this is a huge year for Pogliarvi, because he's... What hasn't happened yet for him, we can chalk up to youth. We can chalk up to inexperience. You know, he hasn't been a great player yet. And we can say that's fine. He's learning his way. He's all of those things. But all of those clocks start to run out now. Right? Yep. All of those clocks. He's on the clock this year. He's on the team. The AHL isn't an option. Uh, It's time for him to become a top six player. I'm even ready to say keep him on the third line, breaking him in. You know, because he, he hasn't been a top six guy, but it's time now for him to show that we've got a top six player here that is going to turn into a, you know, a steady top six right winger. Tyler has texted the show to say, Stoffer, the uh, back-to-back playoff shutouts were the 85 Bears, the 86 Giants held the 49ers to a field goal in the divisional playoff and shutout Washington the next week. You were close, though. All right, thank you. I missed by a field goal. Missed it by that much. By that so much. Texas at 6:30, 6:30. 
you know what, Spec? I think there's a lot of sense to what you're suggesting, keeping Poliarvi with Strom. Yeah, but how? Who's playing the right side in the second line? I mean, they need it. Well, that lends itself to Brendan's well, argument. Well, yeah, which is to go get somebody. Well, it, to get a guy, go get somebody. Two million bucks, two and a half million bucks. Go find that guy. Go find that guy. Right. Go find the guy. I've got them. I mean, Vanek can shoot the puck. You're telling me Drysaddle can't find him open for the one timer. Did you see what Dominic Cahoon got, by the way, from the from the, the Chicago Blackhawks? The German guy that was playing the OHL did not put up big numbers when he yeah. was in Germany. Went or in uh, the OHL went back to Germany and then had a terrific Olympics. And I know there were multiple teams. So what did in, the the Hawks gave him full bonus. No, so he's nine twenty five base. I mean, you don't see a lot of guys get full right. bonus. It's still an entry level contract though. on an entry yeah. level deal. So I'm, I was just thinking. I'm just, of, listen back to Vanek. I, I just don't. He's yesterday, man. He's he's an older player. He's still had fifty points last year. How was he yesterday's player? That would be third or fourth on the Oilers last year. Oh, yeah, Derek Ryan would have finished fourth in the team in scoring last year. That's a scary stat for you. A guy who I just said I'd look at going. I, I'd ra- you know what? I think I'd rather have another center that could win draws, a right shot center. Now there's another way to do How this. How expensive is Paul Stastny going to be? Oh, he's out of the Oilers' price yeah, range. Out of the price. I don't think the Oilers think they can sign. Like uh, Ryan might get two and a half million bucks a year. Now here's one for you: If you sign a two million dollar left or right wing, mm-hmm. do you bring Kyle Brodziak back at eight hundred, nine hundred thousand bucks as a depth center that's a right shot? Yeah. Would you consider doing something like that? He's, I would consider doing something like that. Yeah, he's a veteran guy. Hard to believe that the Oilers made the decision basically to keep Mark Pouliot over Kyle Brodziak back many years ago. He's t- been a very he's serviceable, solid hockey player for a long, long time. Remember that uh, wager I made with Robin Brownlee? Five bucks a game in the NHL, and I took the buyout at uh, <laughs> forty games and added up two hundred bucks. What Best decision I ever made, honey. No, listen, Saved us a thousand bucks. Guys are scattered around the league, but they are for every team. Every team has a Jason Chimera. Every team has a Cogliano. Every team has a Brodziak, Right? Like they're out there. You know, Martin Saint Louis. Anyone could have had him. Calgary had him. I mean, in theory, the Oilers could bring in Chimera and Brodziak. Is that too no, much? That's too old and too Br- many. Too just much. bring in one of those. One guys. of those guys. I like a, you know, I like a veteran guy. I, I think we all realize that losing Matt Hendricks uh, costs this team some things, not just on the ice. Yeah, I think that's fair. And uh, to bring in another guy like that. That's... I, I think for for the listeners out there, I think Matt Hendricks for me. I think he, there was something about his presence that handled Lucic, Maroon, and Cassian. Right. And got more accountability out of those guys. Isn't he done in, his deal's up in Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. He's Bring him back? Instead of any of those guys? He played, he just played on the Winnipeg team that, you know. Was fact, a lot better than the Oilers were right, this and year. And he just played the playoff games and was just fine in those playoff games. I watched him. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. He wasn't in their top twelve, just like he wasn't in Edmonton. But when they had injuries, he came in and they won those games. Yeah, you know they won. They lost a game in overtime on a blown line change. Yeah, but that wasn't his. mistake. That wasn't his mistake. He was a f- on the far end. Of By the, the way, of that. Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher wasn't very good. They would the have whole, been better. They would have been better off with Goodrow in the yeah, lineup. The whole coming out of retirement thing, in the end, didn't work for Mike. It's, it's too bad. I got to listen. Mike, I got a lot of respect for Mike and. They wanted him back, and he came back, and it just didn't work. Mark, uh, great job. Thanks for coming in, spending an hour and a half. Are you going to do Tuesday next week? 
Uh, good chance of that. Uh, yeah. Well, I think by then we'll probably have a new coaching staff. Yeah, I would hope so. All right. Uh, Stoffer Inspector brought to you by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing Northlands Park on Saturday. We'll go to this day in Oilers history and wrap up the show when we come back. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. On that power play goal by the Oilers, and it's 3-3 now. All right, so it's a 3-3... The other broadcast has been interrupted by a power failure at the Boston Garden. We do not know how long it will take to restore power at the Boston Garden, but we will keep you advised. We were sitting in, in total darkness. Um, we had gone off the air. We couldn't get any power source. Uh, fortunately, the telephones were still working, and uh, we got back to the station in Edmonton and uh, basically said we didn't know what was going on. Uh, so we sat in the booth for about, I'd say, 35 to 40 minutes. They had cleared the building. And we were thinking, well, you know, they'll, they'll get the power back on. I mean, you know, you have a power failure. You should be able to get the power back on. Uh, we didn't know at the time that that wasn't going to be possible. And uh, so we were on the air on, on the telephone back to Edmonton and uh, basically saying, well, we th- hope that they're going to be able to complete the game. And then a bunch of the Oilers came out on the ice, uh, Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier and, and, and some other guys, and they're all eating pizza. So <laughs> that was my first hint that maybe we weren't going to finish the game that day. Welcome back, everybody. That, of course, the dulcet tones of the legendary uh, Hall of Fame play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Letters, Rod Phillips, who had the privilege of uh, working the final two years of Rod's career. And we are playing that clip today because May 24th, 1988, Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final canceled because of a power failure with the Oilers and the Bruins tied 3-3 at 1637 in the second period. That's this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years, looking at going on a river cruise uh, in Europe for 2018. New West Travel has some uh, great rates on uh, fabulous cruises. And uh, if you're looking for travel deals on weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips, call the friendly staff at New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or uh, visit uh, newwesttravel.com. Brendan, I was up in uh, Steen River and High Level in 1988. I went to the bar to watch Game 4, and when I went back to the camp, which was uh, closer to Steen River. Nobody in our camp believed that, because we couldn't get uh, the Oilers game on radio, nobody in our camp actually believed that the power had gone out and that the end of, that the game had been canceled. No one believed it. Uh, years later, Craig Matavish was on the show, and I think he made a joking comment that uh, Whitey Bulger pulled the plug. For those of you that don't know, Whitey Bulger was, I think, number one on the FBI's most wanted list before they found an old, uh, decrepit man that kind of looked like Whitey Bulger out of Santa Monica years later. So uh, the movie The Departed is in large part uh, based on uh, Whitey Bulger. So there you have it. It is interesting they just canceled the game, though. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Why did they make that decision? 
Well, I don't know. It worked out for Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, I know it worked out, but still. Oiters won. That game blow. just basically doesn't exist. We'll just, um, you know, cross it off. We will tell you portions of Oilers now brought to you by our friends World Floor Carvings. Tell them Oilers now since you received two times air miles, reward miles, and flooring purchases. Uh, a lot of things did not go well for Milan Lucic. He said it was 90% mental at the end of the season. Uh, and in his case, I hope there's clarity there. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, uh, it, 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 this can be a tough market when it doesn't go well and there's great expectations. And I think it gnawed on uh, Milan last year during the course of the year. And hopefully uh, he gets, because he's the, he's the one that said it himself, it's 90% mental. And when that happens, that leads me to believe that uh, he's got to get that end of it worked out uh, moving forward and, and the rest of it will follow suit. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward for a bounce back here uh, this year. And I'm certainly the orders. And some of you don't believe he can do that. Some of you have, hey, who would have thought Dustin Brown after three or four poor years in L.A. would have the type of year he had last year? So we'll wait and see on Milan Lucic. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, we will uh, definitely have Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers joining us. What's coming up tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins? Uh, Vegas Golden Ice play-by-play voice, Dave Gusher. Is it Gosher? Uh, Gosher. Gosher, okay. He'll be on the program tonight. Uh, Pat Steinberg will talk about uh, Glenn Gullitson, the rumors there. And uh, Hans, I think it's Doof from Blind Man Brewing to talk about craft beer. Reed Wilkins' favorite thing. Okay. Other than uh, Def Leppard. Well, if you can't trust a guy named Hans when it, call, when it comes to yeah. <laughs> making some... I know I'm probably going to meet a few guys named Hans when we're in Germany. That uh, That's if I make the cut. Maybe I won't be making the cut. Who's to say? Anyhow, uh, make sure there's no chaos in your life, everybody. Have a, uh, a great Thursday. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen I and Andrew Gross. Offer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.